Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Man, what another great show we got lined up for you here today. Yep. Ready, everybody? Fasten your seatbelt. Total Life Cleanse, 28-day program to detoxify and nourish the body, mind, and soul. Uh, but before we do that, Benny. Yes, ma'am. Happy day. Happy May Day to you as well. Happy May Day. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. It is the May. Oh, my gosh. It's May. <laughs> Flying wow. by. It is. I'm telling you. How did that happen? Uh, well, let's see. There's the planet. It rotates on access. <laughs> no, I won't go there. It does seem like it's rotating a little faster than usual, right? Oh, man, it's like zipping by. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I, I think I'm not as aware of it being May here yet because I don't know that we've experienced the weather break yet. Right. You know, the popping of the sun, mm-hmm. like maybe every four days or something like that. Um but I'm, I'm going to hold on to the thought. I'm okay. going to hold right. to it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you out there, yep, you heard me right the first time. Total Life Cleanse, 21, a 28-day program to detoxify and nourish the body, mind, and soul with Jonathan Glass joining me here today. I was talking to him during the break, and one of the things I said, uh, first of all, I asked him how long it took to write the book because you'll find out wh- why as we uh, open up the show here and talk about this. Comprehensive is an understatement, Um, but, you know, when you look at it, it's really clear to me that I'm talking to somebody that is so committed and dedicated to all of our nourishment in this arena that this book is a labor labor of love. You know, uh, master acupuncturist, certified Ayurvedic therapist, herbalist, you name it, this is who he is, served on the faculty of New England School of Acupuncture as well as someone that is in the world, the author of this incredible book, uh, and has a private practice to help all of us understand how to nourish the body, mind, and soul. And this is what happens. You know, when we say yes to our lives and we get out there and we start to see what the world needs and then we take action like Jonathan has, take action and we start to look at how do we change the world? How do we provide a blueprint for people to do things differently. Now, I want to start the show by saying this. We're going to do our best to get through this phenomenal book. Um, And I'm going to ask Jonathan to help me because I know what some of the things in here I want to talk about. But here's the good and the not so good news. Obesity rates keep rising in the United States as of a report March of this year. However, the good news is not for children. 
and we're going to talk about what's going on and what we can do about it. Jonathan, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show, and wow, Thank congratulations. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's really great Man, to be here. Thank you. What a book. Um, <laughs> the reason I say it, I love this book for a couple of reasons. Let me tell you why, number one. There's something in here for everyone. And what yeah. I mean by that is you can find a priority in your life, something you want to change, and you've got something in here to help us. What is it now about the world we're living in here in the United States? You're on the East Coast. I grew up on the East Coast. You know, all my friends in, in New England right now are, 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 are really getting ready for the summer. But what is it that inspired you to get on the path you're on and to write a book that is so comprehensive and so needed? What is it? What happened? That's a really interesting question because mm-hmm. where you know where to begin? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that it, it probably links honestly back to when I was a, uh, probably about fourteen years old, and I connected with the reality of yoga and meditation. And it was actually through my next door neighbor's big brother, who used to be a real bully, and beat on my best friend, and even sometimes me. And all of a sudden, at some point, he started becoming a really nice guy. And it really interested me, like, how did this guy change? He was so nasty. And I found out that he started doing TM at the time, which was really big back oh, then. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was meditating every day. And I yeah. started lear- looking into it, and I found out that meditation helped my athletics, it helped my social life, it helped me study better. And I just got into it back then. And... Since that time, I then made a lot of connections, and this is all in the book, on how dietary changes made a difference in my life and other, other factors that are connected to all that. And then I, I continued, honestly, quite deeply on my spiritual path, and mm-hmm. I really find, feel that that's sort of driving this because I really believe and I know that each and every person alive, whether they consider themselves a spiritual person or religious person or whatever, you know, we all have that drive to grow and to know and to, and to heal and to uh, get the most out of life. And in Chinese, they call that the hun, it's the spirit for life. Yeah. And we all have that. And I, I see it get covered over in so many ways. And, and a lot of these ways, we have some control over. You know, and, and I have a practice, and I see what happens when people make even some very simple dietary and lifestyle changes. It's like a light goes on, and their, their spirit wakes up, and all of a sudden they're interested in life again, and they're mm-hmm. interested in growing personally and spiritually. So it's, it's such an easy thing in one sense that, I, that I've just become very, very passionate about it. And, you know, you said something so important that I, I don't want to blow by it. Um, when I started doing the show 15 years ago, I don't know if you if you knew that that's how long we've been doing the Dr. Pat show. It used I to be crust busting. Yeah, yeah crust busting right awesome life. Six months after doing this, and I can reference the the previous conversation, I doubted myself. I doubted everything in my life. See, I come from the East Coast. <laughs> I, I was groomed to be successful to be a doer. You go back to school so you can get the big fat job with the big fat salary. 
that's probably going to have your head explode at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But somehow when I moved to Seattle, things started to change for me, for the better. But I got sick in 04. And the entire, no, the listeners don't even know that very much about that. I never Mm -hmm. let anybody know. I just actually just started to talk about it recently. Mm. I came down with a mystery disease. And I did not, if I'd had this book in my hand then, right, Mm -hmm. I think it would have, my process would have been accelerated. However, Mm -hmm. my nature would not have been because I had to go through that in order to know what I wanted to bring to the public. Mm -hmm. Your opening quote is so pivotal in the book that I got to talk to you about it. And it is a hypocrisy, uh, Hippocrates quote. Everyone has a physician inside him or her. We just have to support it in its work. The natural healing force within each one of us is the greatest force in becoming well. Wow. Amazing quote. Wow. Is that your credo? Is that your... your Pretty much. Your, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> You know, and it's and all my uh, main teachers all have that credo from different angles. I mean, they may say mm-hmm. it differently, mm-hmm. but it's such an important thing. I mean, there's there's words for it in Chinese medicine, or with with you know, my Chinese medicine teacher just talked about it that way. My Ayurveda teacher spoke about it in another way, but it's it's just it's just uh, a reality, and. Um, I think without having a language for it and without talking about it and letting people know that that's a reality, they may intuitively know that it's real, but sometimes we need that validation that, yeah, it's real. It's a mm-hmm. real thing that we do have that healing force. We do have that part of us that knows. In Ayurveda, uh, they call it buddhi. Buddhi means your innate intelligence, mm-hmm. your innate wisdom. It's there. It exists. It's you know, part and parcel of, of who you are. And then there's a word, a beautiful word, uh, that's pragyaparad, which means when we ignore that innate intelligence. Pragyaparad actually means to offend. So when we go against our own innate intelligence, that's considered in Ayurveda to be the actual root cause of all disease. Now, you know, it can be unconscious uh, um, ignorance or ignoring. It's not that we're, you know, we're sitting around going, oh, I'm not going to listen to myself. It's, It's there's lots of levels to this, but when it comes down to it, you know, getting in touch with that innate intelligence is so, so important. I, I want to begin the conversation with talking, um, I, I'm, we have begun the conversation, but I want to talk about the call to action with a conversation about cleansing. I think that this word is one of the most important words we have right now when we're talking about healing. I really do. I also think it's one of the most misunderstood words that we have and people acting upon what they believe is cleansing without any real source of knowledge to help them. You have gone through an extraordinary amount of detail and support for people. I would love to hear from you, cleansing. How important is it and, and how hungry is our society here in the United States for it? 
Another great question, of course, um, <laughs> because just the name of our book, of the book, The Total Life Cleanse, um, sort of sums it up in a way. Our, the name mm-hmm. of my class used to be called, or the cleanse used to be called The Total Body Cleanse, the first two years of the cleanse, which was back in the late 90s. And very quickly we recognized, and also because, and I say we because I, I uh, co-created the cleanse with the a dear friend of mine, Dr. Kevin Gregg, who lives on the West Coast at this time, um, we very quickly realized that uh, this wasn't just about the body. And we also came from, both of us came from very holistic and Ayurvedic perspectives. So <clears throat> cleansing is, is important for lots of reasons. And I'll just start with, even in the ancient systems of medicine, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, Cleansing was foundational to their systems of health. It, it wasn't just sort of a, a cute side thing that somebody would do. It was considered foundational. And for those of you who don't know, Ayurveda means the knowledge of life, and it's a system of medicine from India. It's very, very scientific. There's nothing that science has, up until this point that I've found, that science has proven that Ayurveda is inaccurate about. Not one thing. And there's been plenty of things that I've... I've wondered about over the years, and at some point, there's some study that proves out, yep, exactly correct, exactly correct. So they knew cleansing was really important, but the system of Ayurveda understands very clearly, it's basically the sister to the yoga system. So it understands what human life is really about. It really comes from that perspective. In other words, the yoga system is really about self-realization. It's not just about having a buff body, which is a byproduct of doing hatha yoga mm-hmm. or different types mm-hmm. of yoga. Nothing wrong with that. It's a good thing. It's good to have a nice, strong, healthy mm-hmm. vessel. Mm-hmm. But why do you have a strong, healthy vessel? So that you can use that vessel to do what you're, you're meant to do here while you're, while you're alive. And so far, we have limited time on this earth. So removing the obstacles, to, to uh, those obstacles that prevent us from manifesting our true divine uh, life or, or what we call dharma, a life purpose, is really the purpose of cleansing. So it's yeah. not just having a clean colon, which is a good byproduct of cleansing. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. just a good liver, which is a good, important byproduct because those organs hold physical, mental, emotional toxicity. So it's really about manifesting your life purpose to its greatest greatest degree and ultimately being connected with your essence, and, and that essence is made of love. So that's really what this is about. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that I love about this, and I can't, I don't remember exactly where I was reading it um, in, in your book, um, is that this idea of taking the action, this notion of taking action to begin the process, let me just call it a process, uh, to begin the process allows the body to, uh, let me me just say, heal and build strength. That then in turn allows us to create more opportunities. It's like a little cycle of things, right? Especially if I'm talking about having a body that we believe is failing us for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We have to start somewhere. Where do Absolutely. we begin? Where do we begin? Right. Well, you know, where we begin, where I believe we begin, mm-hmm. 
is 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 really foundational, and that's with what we put in our bodies. It's what we put in our bodies is where we begin. Um, when we first started doing the cleanse, and the times are changing. When we first started doing it, people that sort of this mass consciousness was in America, especially that what you put in your body really didn't matter. I mean, it was really, really, really bizarre that people really believed on some level that what we put in our body really didn't matter, didn't have any influence because, you know, it was a carbohydrate or protein or a fat and it had some vitamins and minerals and, you know, even though it was, a, a, you know, a, a, a junk food candy or something like that or cake mm-hmm. or whatever, it had some vitamins added in, so it was fine. So people really didn't know. So, and what we find is when people really shift what they're eating, they eat cleaner, they eat live foods, they eat healthy foods, things start shifting on many, many levels. And I believe that's really where to start. And then when you add other dimensions of the cleanse on top of that, it becomes a really um, profound experience for people and life-changing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to talk about um, different aspects that you present in the book, but, but almost like when I step back from this, you present this in such a beautiful way, almost cause and effect. But there's one thing that is really clear to me, and I'm so glad you mentioned it early on. I had no idea that my body uh, uh, not functioning the way it had always functioned would send me on a spiritual journey. Mm. It did. Now, I didn't know that. But this book integrates ancient wisdoms throughout it, right? You know, even when you're talking about the five goals of life, Mm -hmm. but you're also talking about, you know, dharma, uh, truth, purity, nonviolent, discipline. This is so beautifully woven together. What have you discovered in your own journey of how the soul must be nourished as well? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know they should have warned you, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, it's my fault I wrote it, so I better be ready to talk about it to some degree. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah, so these are these are all things that I really wanted to bring to the forefront in the book. Although, you know, just so people out there know, there's plenty there about the body and the physical and the toxins oh, yeah. and how the physiology works and all that. Because that's part of it, and I didn't—I certainly didn't want to ignore that. Um, but the, one of the big issues that we're missing in our culture—and again, this is not about being religious or, Mm-mm. you know, theistic or atheistic or anything—that that soul energy or our essence is something that is so so important to healing. And in Ayurveda, the—it's kind of like a. Um, a, a, a power source of energy, which in Ayurveda and the East they call it the Atma. We, mm-hmm. we tend to call it the soul. Some people might call it consciousness. But that Atma is like a light bulb. And that, even in the ancient yoga scriptures like Bhagavad Gita, it's, it's described that it illuminates the body. It's, it's at a single point, but it illuminates the entire body with vital life energy. And that, although the soul can never be completely extinguished, the idea that it's never extinguished, 
it can be covered. So, for example, a cloud can cover the sun, and if you don't know, if you've never seen the sun before, you might think, oh, my God, the sun is gone. It was here, and now it's disappeared. It's gone. But we, but we really know that, no, the sun is still there, but there's a cloud covering it. We don't see it. So we get clouds, we get layers upon layers upon layers that actually interrupt the expression of that vital life energy or the atma or the soul or the consciousness that pervades throughout our being, throughout our consciousness. And there are things that we can do to remove that covering. And they can happen on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels. So... I like to come at it from different angles. So eating a pure, clean diet, at least for different periods of the year, and upping your spiritual practices mm-hmm. so that you can connect to that deeper essence of yourself, adding those two components really makes for a very profound cleanse experience because we're not mm-hmm. just in the illusion that I'm a body but we're also not just coming from a perspective like I know some people who are in a spiritual path. I don't see it that often anymore, but years ago <laughs> there were some people that were playing around with this idea. Oh, I can eat anything I want because my soul is so powerful that yeah. I can override that. And honestly, yeah. I don't see that happening so much anymore because some of those same people found out, well, I really couldn't do that very long. Yeah, you yeah, know? no, that that's like, that's like a whole different kind of awakening, that one right there. Right. Uh, and I went through that myself. You yep. know, I remember walking into Dr. Darvish's office and uh, the natu- naturopath that saved my life, really, uh, Dr. Darvish. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, now I've seen what she's doing to uh, really work with uh, so many people, chronic illness, right? But here's the thing. When I, when I heard the words, okay, let's start by let's eliminate anything that's white, you know, the color white. Let's start with yeah. that. Let's... <laughs> Let's eliminate anything that's the color white. Yep. And then the list went on. Yep. And when I heard those words, I thought my life is over. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah. I really did. I hear you. But the journey I went on was exactly what you put together in this book. Mm-hmm. I was that's- so struck by how these, like you referenced the five elements, why how things changed. Isn't that isn't that beautiful when people are willing to start somewhere and see the change? Yeah, you know, it's a really beautiful thing, uh, mm. Dr. Pat, because I, I really noticed that. And, and somewhere in the end of my book, I, I, I think I mentioned that I talk about it. It might be even in the little conclusion at the end where I've learned a lot about people and doing this. Mm-hmm. Because when I first started doing it, I would get really nervous when someone would, someone would kind of freak out about the idea, and they join the cleanse, and they, they start getting anxious about, I can't do this, I don't know if I can do it, it's not possible. And I would actually, for the most part, believe the person. Wow, maybe they really can't do it. Maybe they're not, quote, the type of person that can do this. And what I found out is that people in general are a hell of a lot more resilient and motivated if they're given just enough support that they can do stuff that I don't think they could do and they don't think they can do if they're given the right environment. And that's been a really beautiful learning because I don't, I, don't, I don't worry about it anymore. I, I know people can do it. 
and oftentimes it's just a few days. And, you know, they get over it. And so I just make jokes and say, yeah, it's like, you know, a bad day in high school when you, you, know, you don't feel great for a day or feel kind of grumpy and sluggish mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. But it's not, you know, if it's done properly, you're not really meant to have heavy-duty detox reactions. You don't have to go through that. Um, and when, whenever we're making a shift in habits or patterns, Sure, it's like a couple days of maybe feeling a little, little, little bit out of balance. I just tell people, have a lot of naps. Take it easy. Tell people, you know, your friends and your family, coworkers, that, you know, you're going to be chilling and just have the excuse of being grumpy and tired for a day. It kind of feels good, actually. <laughs> yeah. You don't expect no, too much of yourself. You have naps. You yeah. go for walks. You spend time alone. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. But people are really strong. People are really strong. We really are. I mean, you know, I um, I am acutely aware of um, uh, lost a friend a year or so ago, mm, uh, cancer. Yeah, uh, put up the battle of a lifetime. Uh, stayed positive. Yep, the whole thing. Yep. Um, and you know, we all learn from it. Uh, what I would love to do, I'd love to take a short break, but before I do, Jonathan Glass joining me here today. The book is amazing. Total Life Cleanse, a 28-day program to detoxify and nourish the body, mind, and soul. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're also going to give a copy of the book away. However, I want to invite all of you out there. You can go to the drpatshow.com website, and on the right-hand side, scroll down a little bit. You can ask a question, or you can call in. And ask Jonathan a question, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Chinese five elements, but we're going to talk about what they mean to focus in, to get really, really clear on some aspect that we want to improve. And then what is it we can do about that? Let the cleanse begin. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Fantastic has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the Knowledge Book. 
Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their heart, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, guess what? Yeah, this is a crust-busting book, Benny. This book is a crust-busting book, I'm telling you right now. Uh, it will knock the crust off of what you're thinking about you cannot do to nourish your soul, your body, and your mind. It will just totally put you in a totally different place because I love the way it integrates the spiritual aspect of this, the mental aspect of this, you know, the modern paradigms of health, everything integrated. And with the resulting uh, aspects of the book, okay, now this is how you make this smoothie. I love it. Um, and we're going to give a copy of the book away, Benny. Um, if we could do that now, it would be great. 1-800-930-2819, first caller. Um, Jonathan, look, I, I really want to mention a bunch of times, how can we get a copy of the book? And you've got something special online I would love for you to talk about. Sure, yeah. So to get the book, if you go to totallifecleanse.com, totallifecleanse.com. It's also on Amazon, Total Life Cleanse on Amazon. You can check it out there. But go to the website. And then I also have a online version of the cleanse, which has varying degrees of personal support from myself. And that is totallifecleanseonline.com. And you can, I've made over 30 videos. Um, you get a book and the videos, and then if you want to get the products, that's a little bit more. If you want to do individual sessions with me, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. an added expense. But that, that's been working really well for people. But I really enjoy giving that personal support, and the videos are really, really helpful too. Oh, yeah, there's no question about it. Um, uh, again, give out your website one more time. Yeah, I just totallifecleanse.com. Totallifecleanse.com. Awesome. Um, so I want to talk about the, you know, the, the elements that you refer to, the Chinese five elements in the book. And the reason I want to refer to them is because you just don't talk about them. You say this element is this, 
you know, this is the element of fire, this is the, or this is the earth, and this is earth cleansing. And then later on, you know, as, as, you know, I was reading the book, then you go to a very specific place and say, these are the things you can do. Mm-hmm. But the, these elements were such a pleasant surprise to read about this in a book. I had no idea. Yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful part of the uh, Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. And very, the elements have some, certainly many similarities, and there's some differences between the two systems. But, um, you know, they, they basically, Chinese medicine basically emerged out of Ayurveda, and um, it has its, its own unique versions of things. And it's beautiful because it's all based on natural law. And all of this stuff, you know, once you read it, it actually makes sense. It's, it's sort of common sense, and it appeals to people because the idea is that we are, our bodies are made up of nature. We're made up of the five elements, earth, water, fire, yeah, metal, which is also air, and mm-hmm. ether, which is also mm-hmm. the wood element. So we're made up of these elements and everything in nature. So what affects nature affects us. We can be too hot, cold, damp, uh, heavy, um, light, all these different qualities that are in nature. Uh, are also in, in the human body. So, mm-hmm. And the other beautiful thing that I'd like to point out about is that the Chinese were very meticulous and detailed about all the correlations that there are in nature. So, for instance, the, the liver is related to what's called the wood element. And the wood element has correspondences with the season, spring. And the time of day, one in the morning till three in the morning, many people wake up around that time. Why is that? Because the liver's getting activated, because the body's trying to detoxify itself. Um, it's correlated with emotions, so the liver's related and correlated to the emotion anger. If people are holding a lot of anger and resentment, then oftentimes their liver will get a little bit stagnant. The liver's also related to planning, the function of planning, or vision for your life, uh, or excitement about life, how you want to move forward in life. If the liver is very stagnant or repressed or tight, then we may not be able to plan. Or on the other hand, we might be obsessive about planning. We might not be able to be in the present moment because all we can do is you know, look ahead, look ahead, look ahead. So there's all these different ways of looking at how these organs relate to the elements, how it relates to the body, how it relates to the mind. And like I mentioned before, the, the liver holds the hun. The hun is this energy of this gusto for life, this, this curiosity, this wanting to expand and create and, and learn and grow in life. And that's sort of like what, what kids have, you know, this excitement, constant interest in everything. There's nothing that's not interesting to them. I used to say that to my son. I, I would say, try to find something that's not interesting. And then he would look at a building. That's boring. And then he'd look at it and start laughing. He goes, actually, it's not boring. Because, you know, when you, when you actually put your attention on something, it becomes interesting, no matter what it is. And that's the liver. When the liver gets repressed and, and stagnant and toxic, then all those properties of the liver, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get irritable, and then it even goes further into that and we get depressed. So that's, that's just an example. Of yeah, how all it, these it's a, are there. it's all connected. We're the, these elements are all connected. We're all connected, you know. Exactly. And yet, yeah. And what you've been able to do is say, okay, look, if this is really something you're experiencing, then why? Let's try this, or let's exactly. try that. Um, yep. 
if there's something you're maybe having a little brain fog or something like that going on, there are some things you can do for that. Uh, let's talk about what some of this is, you, you know, for, for a minute. Sure. Um, in a lot of ways, you, you know, you have such great charts in this book too. You know, I love the way you've laid this out. What Thank do you. you think is the least known item that we have in our society, meaning people don't know about it, or if they do know about it, they don't know how important. What would you say is the item least known about and most important to hurry up and learn about? (laughs) (laughs) Item, do you mean topic or literally a substance? A substance, something in the book, you know, something in the cleansing arena, something that we're just not, you know, we talk a lot about water, drink a lot of water. We know right, that. Right. Okay, we don't so, yes, yeah, so we know about the water. We, we know about, okay. Well, yeah. you know, that's, that's, a, that's a tough, tough question because I know. It, it, it's really, it really varies. You know, one of the things that comes to mind right off the bat, and I think we all know how important uh, we've heard the importance of meditation and breathing mm-hmm. and things like that. But you know what? If you don't get enough oxygen, there ain't nothing going to work right. <laughs> you know? That's so right. I, I think of oxygen as breath. Oh. We talk of superfoods. So water is the number two superfood. The number one superfood is your breath. Mm. So, and, and in fact, in part of the Framingham study, which is this huge study, uh, one aspect of it was, uh, studying the longevity in life, and they identified that the number one factor for longevity was um, breath capacity, lung capacity. And so breathing on a regular basis, doing conscious breathing, and really understanding the connection between the breath and the mind and the physiology and, and just all those things. In Ayurveda, they call it the prana. So how does the, the prana controls both the body and the mind. So if you, if you work with the breath, uh, then automatically you're going to support the body and automatically you're going to support a more balanced mind. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the kinds of things that, that I think about as one of the main, you know, a, a, a number one. <laughs> I could argue a lot of other things too. No, I, you know, and I'm so glad you mentioned it because there are ranges. Just like in the book, you have, you know, the four phases uh, of of the cleanse, where to yep. begin, what are the phases? This right here is important because even if your body is not in the best shape it's ever been in, mm-hmm. breathing is something you could sit and do or stand and do. If you can't Absolutely. stand, you can sit. If you're laying in a bed, you can do it. Yep, um, true. Right? And then the range of it is, uh, oh, and now I've worked my way up. You know, my friend Sherry that I mentioned earlier, she got out there and rode. You know, I think I watched her on her healing journey and oxygen was key. Taking it in, taking it in, exercise, movement, you know, Absolutely. whatever that is, it was. it's important. Yeah, it really um, enhances quality of life. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in Ayurveda, there's a saying, you say, man was meant to walk and breathe. And it goes as far as saying that when you walk and breathe consciously, like when you breathe with rhythm while you're walking, it actually uh, balances what's called the five pranas, which is the directions of all the different flows of energy in the body. So we do that during the cleanse. We have people at least for a couple minutes a day, um, along with their regular exercise, 
just really breathe consciously. So you might get into a rhythm of breathing in for five steps and breathing out for five steps, breathing mm-hmm. in for five, whatever that, that is for you. And within just a minute, you'll find yourself more in your body and more connected to your environment. And even sometimes sort of having a, a semi-altered experience of just being really present. And it's very, very, very simple to do, but you're balancing all the, all the energies in the body just by doing that, walking and breathing. Mm. Um, let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about some very specific, uh, I'm going to use the word trends right now, things sure. we're seeing and, and, and we'll just share some of the things that are important for people to think about starting right now. Yep. Um, but before we do one more time, um, how can people find out more about you? Um, I want to make sure they have the website and how can they begin the journey? Sure. So the website, the best website for the cleanse is totallifecleanse.com. And then if you'd like to explore getting some personal support, uh, the book, some personal support, go to totallifecleanseonline.com. And even if you go to totallifecleanse.com, there's a link to that as well. And you can order the book there and you can, um, you know, learn, learn what you need about the cleanse and the other practices that I do. Oh, Awesome. Okay, let's begin. Day sure. one, I've made a decision. Off I go. I've got your book. I belong to your uh, to the online community. I am ready to go. Give me one of the most important tips that you could think of. <laughs> okay. So number one is uh, go to your kitchen and clean out your cupboards. Ah. We're going to get rid of all the junk, all the things that has names on it that you can't read, all the processed foods. Um, you know, the things with chemicals, anything that is not real food, real natural, real food. And that's probably, I would say that's a really good start is to, is to start with that. Okay. And so here I am, I'm ready to go. And you have a beautiful, I mean, this, these charts are just absolutely great. And you talk about off the cleanse foods on the cleanse foods. Um, And I was a little bit uh, struck here because right out of the gate, I saw something and I thought twice about it. Mm. Uh, Clearly coffee, black tea, processed chocolate. Uh, On the cleanse, green tea, ginger, herbal teas, raw uh, cacao. Correct. Here's the question. Um, where Where do things like organic coffee fit in? Great question. Yeah. You know, and, and in, in, uh, what, there's, a, there's a chapter on coffee. Yeah. Um, oh, not a whole chapter. There's a chapter on the foods that we eliminate during the cleanse. Mm-hmm. And I think of, you know, foods have properties, just like herbs have properties and qualities. And just because an herb is so-called a healthy herb doesn't mean it's good for everybody at all the time. Right. I mean, there's some right. herbs that actually create heat in the body. So if someone has too much heat, even if it's a good herb, you don't want, you don't want that herb. Um, so coffee is one of those things. It's a potent substance. So is it inherently bad? No. Is it mm-hmm. inherently good? No. It has <laughs> beneficial properties and it has some negative properties. But in a culture where most people, and this is a generalization, push beyond their capacity, are already stressed, uh, don't know how to relax, are eating junk food. I mean, what's the whole, dunk, you know, I guess I shouldn't mention companies, but, you know, right. running their lives on whatever it is, on, this, on the sugar and caffeine. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do that. So a lot of people are addicted to coffee. 
So, okay, so coffee has, well, does that mean organic coffee is okay? Well, you know, a little, coffee has positive benefits. It has, does have a lot of antioxidants. It does stimulate the brain. There's even been some studies that show that, that some caffeine can be beneficial for, uh, you know, for the brain, and, and they've even done studies less, less, less Alzheimer's. I mean, they maybe weren't the greatest studies, but some indications. <laughs> Um, but the you know the point is is that it's not this evil substance. However, when we're cleansing, we want to depend less on those things that have been overly stimulating to us, that we've been overly dependent on, so we can create a new baseline. There's just thousands of people that have done the cleanse that when they've come off of coffee, they find out they don't really need it anymore, yeah. or if they have it every once in a while, it's a treat. You know, it's not something that they depend on to get their engine going every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and, and you know, I'll, we don't have so much time here, but the issue is if you're constantly stimulating your adrenal glands to secrete a little noradrenaline, norepinephrine, so you can, you know, you can uh, focus your day and have energy, and guess what? You're, you're tightening your blood vessels every single day by that caffeine. You're tightening those blood vessels. You're stimulating your adrenals. And you're using up some of the stores of your own, uh, what we call ancestral chi. You're using up your own energy uh, in, in the name of having a little extra energy to fulfill the tasks of the day. And that's not really a great thing. It's better to nourish those glands, better to nourish the tissues. And then after that, see if that's enough to have an energized day. I had a, a client once who she did the cleanse, came off caffeine, felt great. Six months later, I saw her. She was, yeah, I'm drinking a cup a day. And then I asked mm. her what the cup is. It was really a big glass. I said, well, just find out at what point of that cup you feel satisfied and you feel like the engine gets turned on. She told me the next week it was really about a quarter cup of coffee. And that's all she felt like she really yeah. needed. So she went from like 16 ounces to a quarter cup like they do in Italy. And, and that's it. And she's yeah. fine with that. So that's my that's, little thing That's on the coffee. culture I grew up with, by the way. I grew up with the, you know, the Italian Mediterranean culture, um, you know, the South American culture Mm -hmm. where you don't feel like a giant, um, what do you call it, Um, mug or thermos. Right. There's a little teeny like uh, cup that the coffee goes in. And I grew up with that. And, you know, when I was young, a little lemon, uh, of course, my uncle, my grandfather, and my dad would put a little Zambuca in that. <laughs> um, that's a whole other show. But the thing that the reason I'm asking these questions is there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. All of the really juicy, good do's that you have in here. And we don't talk about them enough. We talk about what not to eat. Mm-hmm. I want to really focus for a minute on some of the really cool stuff that people can eat, drink, taste, smell, because you have such a range in here. And people hear cleanse, cleanse, they don't think apples, bananas. I eat at least an apple a day. I have no idea why. I just love to. Um, But isn't this really, if we focus on top three things, what would your top three things be? Okay. Um, It it would be probably um, uh, the dark berries, the Mm. greens, and um, 
Yeah, I really like mung beans. Mm-hmm. Mung beans are awesome. Um, you know, the, the cleanse is a plant-based oriented program, mm-hmm. which means that for the middle two weeks of the cleanse, it's, it's 100% vegetarian. And mm-hmm. we talk about that in the book. There's a whole chapter in the book, um, you know, the, the plant-based, the argument for the plant-based diet. Of course, yep. there's so many benefits for the planet, for the, for the health of the cardiovascular system, of course, for the animals, so many things. Um, but the recipes, most people have no clue, like you were saying, that yeah. um, you can eat such wonderful, wonderful, wonderful foods and completely be satisfied and not even know that you're missing anything uh, and, and actually do a cleanse. You can actually yeah. do a cleanse. And one of the things that's really good, like a, a green, I recommend, I love these green phytonutrient drinks, like we, we recommend uh, nano greens, and I also recommend um, a, a product by a company called Nutrigen, which is an amazing uh, nutrition company as well. And these products are just delicious. They're, they're, they're uh, freeze-dried, or they're dried very gently, very slowly, and they, they still carry a lot of the nutrients. And they have a lot of vegetables and, and, and dark-buried fruits and antioxidants and some herbs in there, and they're just fantastic. So I love those products. Yeah, and, and I think really it's important to talk about these in a lot of different ways for people to put them in your smoothie or otherwise, Correct. right? Yep. I mean, there's so many ways to look at this. You know, the other thing I want to ask you about is, you know, this is like the cosmic joke right here. We grew up in a family where vinegar was a, a, a everyday staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just was. You know, there wasn't this salad dressing from the bottle. It was vinegar, all sorts. Apple cider vinegar now is almost mentioned in every pop culture movie or television show at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to hear your perspective on how it became so popular and what are people experiencing from it? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that uh, we use the apple cider vinegar for is to have a little bit, a teaspoon or so after a meal because yeah. it can help stimulate uh, digestion, especially of the protein, mm. the hydrochloric acid. In fact, a lot of people, I'm sure you know this, that who have uh, acid reflux, for instance, uh, it's not that they have too much acid, it's that they don't have a strong enough digestion. So even the weak acid that's sitting in their stomach is sitting like in a pool, like a puddle, and then it gets reflux. So we want to strengthen the digestion, not stop it with the medication, that actually has a lot of uh, negative consequences mm. to it. Um, so we want to strengthen and stimulate uh, the fire of the uh, stomach. So apple cider vinegar can be really good for that. We will sometimes add it to a salad dressing or lemon, and it's it's less acidic. It's far less acidic than a lot of the other, um, you know, the other vinegars and things like that. I don't recommend, you know, I don't, I'm not a big, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not really in favor of drinking apple cider vinegar all day. I know mm-hmm. some people kind of talk about that. I yeah. like adding it more, using it more medicinally and more uh, specifically. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's, that's actually, uh, anybody that's ever tried that, that is painful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I don't have a lot of time. I only have a few yeah. minutes less left. Um, I got to tell you, I was delighted to see the, the uh, comeback of coconut oil. Uh, or coconut period, or yeah. MCT, you know, oil. Can you just touch upon the importance of that? Because we we put coconut on the ban list for like decades. Right. Yep. 
so yeah, there's a lot of debates about fat out there, and I have mm. some good friends out there who are who are still anti-coconut oil, and I have some good friends out there that are still very pro-coconut. But what we have to understand is that <clears throat> just because it's a, um, a saturated fat doesn't mean that it's this horrible substance. Um, MCT, medium-chain triglycerides, are these very interesting fats, and coconut happens to have quite a bit of it in there, as does uh, ghee, which is clarified yeah. butter. And that mm-hmm. uh, in Ayurveda, ghee is revered also. They have a lot of similar properties. Because mm-hmm. MCT, the, the unique thing about it is that the body can use it very, very quickly. It can uses it instantly. The, the body typically has to take a fat, break it down into um, uh, fatty acids, reassemble them, and then use them in the body. But the MCT, the body can use immediately for energy. Sometimes people think, oh, because of that, I don't, you know, eating coconut fat won't make me fat. And that's not necessarily true. If you're sitting behind a desk all that day and you're eating <laughs> a ton of coconut oil, You'll get, you know, you're gonna, how are you going to use that? You have to use it. So I recommend, you know, get physical. If you're going to eat a lot of fat, then get physical. You've got to get physical. Um, but it's not, it's not this horrible substance. Now, in Ayurveda, what's really beautiful, which makes it a little bit more unique, is that some body types do better with more amounts of fat, and some body types actually, you know, some body types actually are meant to be low-fat vegans. Some body types, if they're going to be even vegetarian or whatever, they, they will do better with more fat. So that's, that's where things get individualized um, as well. So it's not just this sort of blanket statement that all fat is good for everybody or no fat is good for everybody. You know, it's no, really, that's right. Yeah, it I has could an tell individual you that, aspect as well. Yeah, I, I could tell you that for me, the, the most weight I ever gained when I made an adjustment in the food I eat was when I cut out fat completely. Yeah. Um, and so I think we have to learn how to integrate it. And, you know, I'm telling you, You'll have to come back because I didn't even get to talk about the biomat or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, thank you for today. Thank you for writing such an amazing book. Thank you, um, Dr. Pat. And I'm just telling you, it's great. Uh, I do want to talk to you about uh, some of the things we didn't talk about, and I'm hoping that Linda will arrange that for us. One last question. What's your personal message? How can we get a copy of the book? And please... Uh, Please tell us your website again. Okay. So my, my, what, what my really, my message is, it really comes down to is we are living in intense and precarious times. And we really, I, I would encourage all of us to pull up our bootstraps, get connected to yourself, really consider transforming your lives and eating a really clean diet. I would encourage people to go toward, if you're not ready to go 100%, toward a plant-based diet and really consider the impacts of what we are putting in our bodies on this planet, on the environment, on the creatures on this planet, and know that what we do matters as, as a community. So get connected to yourself, however that is, get fired up about it, and you will feel better. You'll start feeling awake, conscious, alert, more interested in life, and more interested in who you are as a spiritual being. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan Glass, everybody. Total Life Cleanse is the book, a 28-day program to detoxify and nourish the body, mind, soul. Hey, you know what? We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.